0: A warm welcome to everyone tuning in today for a a very special episode of the Treaty Talk podcast. It's becoming a custom custom every year to celebrate North Ireland's success. It was so long waiting for one and now it's four and five years for an incredible team. Uh, We'll be looking back over that game against Kilkenny, an epic in Crow Park in full, going through the game in detail and, and the week that's followed and just an incredible week for Limerick. So stay tuned for all that and more.
1: Impression again, we get old with what you put in. it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But
0: not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar.
1: Your mother know, sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods, and you give you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? He just about kept in, oh, Johnny Buckley to do to the boss of He deserves to score from here, then we went out there from the world court today. No more about it. They made all the run, that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the back of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Curry. Curry leading the charge of the rank today. 45 metres out, he's a chance to score. He's got win. He's got win. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody.
0: What a week, Matt! As I said, four four out of five—just um, really incredible. I don't think anyone would have believed you a few years ago um, if you had said to them that Limerick could win. Maybe a couple, not to mind four out of five. But um, I suppose a welcome again to everyone joining us today. If anyone has any questions or comments or anything, feel free to comment wherever you are watching. But Matt, how trying some of the week? I suppose starting with Sunday to, and all the homecomings.
2: Yeah, well, Jack, you know, you know, um, I was in Galway at at the homecoming for John Kylie and what a night it was, on on Tuesday night. But just shortly after getting there, I met a Clareman, and actually, he put it into context. He put it into context the enormity of what Limerick has, has achieved. He said to me, "Do you know something?" He said, "You have won more in the last five years in terms of all islands than Claire have won since the association was formed." He said yeah. we have only four in claire and of course they forgot to put that in the program. Of course in broke yeah. back.
0: <laughs> um,
2: uh, but um, he said you have one four and we have only one four always. And you know it struck a chord with me. Uh, you know it, it 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 helped me to digest Jack the the, the enormity of what this team has achieved. It's, look, it look it's it's simply phenomenal, and I, I I think it's in the weeks and months ahead that we will th- we will think of it because. You know, I, I grew up and through most of my adult life, you know, we were bystanders when it came to three in a row, even back to backs, even back, even winning one. Um, that was for other counties, for the car the Tipperaries, and and um, the the um, uh, Kilkenny's of this world. And you know, I, l- l- long-suffering Demerig supporters would have been t- entitled to. Um, to have got a bit despondent in, in, in the late 80s and 90s because, like, we we saw counties like Galway. Galway got back-to-back back in 88, 89, and then you had Clare got two titles in the 90s. You'd awfully got a couple of titles in the 90s. And you began to feel, gee, our, our, our day is never going to come. But th- thankfully, it has come, and... You know, we, you know, we can look back on those days as being dark days now, Jack. But um, you know, this, 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 this—it it, 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 just—it's fantastic to be living through what we're living at the moment.
0: Yeah, it is. It's kind of surreal, as you said, it probably once in for a while. Um, it's becoming almost like a second nature just to be there in Crow Park and to, to see John Kylie's men. But I don't think anyone's taking it for granted. At the same time, you'd have to appreciate. Um, the players, the management, everyone involved—you know—that's one thing that's coming out of it is, and its it's came out of all the successes that it is a real big group effort. Was if you would say that at the start of the year that you'd have Peter Casey for maybe half an hour over the course of the year, you'd have Keen Lynch for probably just a bit more than that, but you wouldn't have him have after the second round. Like I need to say that you would win in All Ireland against Cork, Waterford. Tipperary, Claire, Galwen, Kilkenny, <laughs> even with the success you've had in recent years, you wouldn't have believed them.
2: You of course you wouldn't have believed it. You would you you wouldn't have believed it. Um like you'd have been saying it's very, very difficult. Like the three in a row is very, very, very difficult to achieve, you, you, you know, in normal circumstances. And like w- w- with that type of a handicap, you'd say to yourself, gosh, um, you know, it's 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 next nigh impossible. But you you mentioned that about taking it for granted and all this this thing that um, we shouldn't be taking it for granted. You, you you know I I think a cornerstone of this success of this squad and this management and this team and the players is they're taking nothing for granted. You mm. know they 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 they're really really working as if it if as if it's for a first title, and and just talking to some of them there the other night, uh, Jack and Galilee, um
0: like uh, I.
2: <laughs> the, the, the appetite is as strong as ever.
0: Yeah, I think that's a this, really clear this thing. Is what, this is
2: what I find phenomenal, Jack. This is what I find phenomenal. Um, that you know, um, Tom Morrissey said back in 2018 when he was asked about um, the legacy and all this sort of thing. Look, that we're a team that are that are you know creating our own legacy, and, and certainly by God, um, they're doing it. But sure. they're doing a legacy that will be very, very hard to emulate. You know and like, like just just, just w- without singling out individuals you have to single out Declan Hannon mm. you know four times all-Ireland winning captain first captain the only captain ever you know to captain three in a row Jack that'll never be emulated I said to him the other night actually you know come if we were around in a 100 years time and looking back th- those records would be still standing
0: yeah they will and I think it's fair to, to stay on Declan for a minute. You know, he's been there. He's one of only a few that have been there, I suppose, over 10 years at this stage, you know, that have seen the dark days and they, they were dark in fairness. But I yeah, like, it,
2: you know, Declan, you're right. Declan, along with Nicky Quaid and Gremel, can he have have the longest serving players. Um, they have seen the other side of the coin.
0: Yeah, they really have. No like, I mean, question
2: about it, you know.
0: There would have been a share of people in Crawford Park on Sunday, that would never like that wouldn't remember or even been around. I suppose for a lot of the younger generation, the likes of 2010, where Limerick lost every single competitive game they played. You know, like and that's not that long ago. Like it's just over a decade ago. Yeah. But I suppose you mentioned them, Hannon, Quaid, Mulcahy. These are the kind of players that were there and drove Limerick to the other side. And you know, just there's so many more like the likes of Tom Condon and Gavin O'Mahony and all these players that were there in the dark times. But it's them three boys that are keeping the, the fire lit. But for Declan, I thought it was just said a lot about him, the fact that he, John, it was his moment to be the first man to captain an all Ireland winning team four times, and he brought Keen Lynch up with him. You know, there was none of this is my moment, and I'll yeah. save all the photo opportunities or whatever. John, it's all about team and selflessness, and it was a really nice touch, and fairness. I know I was in crop oh, heart
2: look, look, Jack, Jack, it was, a, it, it, it was an incredible touch, but it is only what you'd expect from the man, you know. Um, He's that type of a guy. He's so modest and so humble, like you know. But you you know, you you talk about his captaincy, like his leadership on the field, Jack, is simply phenomenal. And his contribution from a hurling sense is equally phenomenal. Mm. Like it's it's more than a coincidence, and I have said this a number of times, that the last time Limerick were beaten. In, in 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 a championship game was 2019 when he was off the field.
0: Yeah, and he he was really, really, really incredible against Galway down the stretch and also against Kilkenny. You know, mm. for Hegarty's last score, obviously we'll get on to Higarty in a while, but just the hands to get the ball out of there. Like, because Kilkenny were raining down a lot of ball into the fullback line. And, you know, like you could poke it in 10 times and all you need is one to go right or one to fall the wrong way from a Limerick point of view, and it's a goal, but Hannan and Co stood up tall. Um, And then just even afterwards speaking, you know, like he's just such a good leader. I was with a couple of people that aren't from Limerick, and they were saying, you know, like the way he speaks just exudes leadership, always says the right thing, and on the field always does the right thing. And like he's, he's probably the most underrated player in the country, which is... Mad to think for a four time All-Around winning captain, he's going to have three all-stars by the end of the year. You know, like he has obviously the four Munster medals, five Munster medals as well, but to still be underrated just kind of shows how good of a player he is.
2: Well, Jack, we're, we, we're, we're, not, we, we're, we're not in the group that underrates Declan Hannon.
0: No, definitely not. Far from yeah. it. But it is, It's there's far too many people in it. But another thing for, for Declan, and I suppose it plays fairly to the likes of Keane Lynch and and Kyle as well, that players that had a huge reputation coming up from the underage ranks and had huge pressure on them and have delivered, like, so often. Like, I remember hearing about Teklan Hannon when I suppose he's probably five or six years older than me, hearing about him when he was in Art Skull and then he was in the Limerick team before he's leaving, certain Keen, the same same age as me and you'd hear about these great things and, and Kyle as well, like, that they've all lived up to expectations. Now, obviously a share of players that have come kind of from underneath the woodwork, but to have that pressure and to deliver in a county that has very limited success when you think about it, Matt. I think Hannon has been captain for 36% of Limerick's All Ireland wins of all time. So to be able to deliver under that pressure, sign of a great team,
2: absolutely, yes. a sign of a great team. And you, you can go from one, you can go from one jack to, to 15, and that's simplistic, but you can go from one to 36. Um, if, if 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 you see and um look, John Kylie doesn't have to talk about it. Um it's it's there for everybody to see the impact of those coming off the bench. <laughs> and it's it's just it's just not a coincidence. Um for, for the last five years, like the impact has that has been coming off the bench, year in, year out, game in, game out, it gives you a sense of the entire strength. Of of the squad, like you know, they, 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 you can talk about the first fifteen, but like let's talk about the David Reedies and 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 the Connor Boylans and the Kyle O'Neill's and the contribution that they have made when they when they have come on the field and others, you know, um, you, you know, but John Kearney talks about the process, you know, but but what it is is they they've all bought into the process; they're all part of the process. So when they're brought in. Um, they seamlessly f- slot into the into the process. And usually going down the ha- home straight in the last half hour, you know, they're, 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 they are fresh legs and they give that extra bit of impetus.
0: Yeah. But
2: you're talking about guys in that Limerick squad. Uh, you're talking about guys on the, on the Limerick bench and even on the extended panel, Jack, they would be first team players in most counties.
0: Oh, definitely. And one of things to mind for me that we saw very little of in the championship, if at all, was Rich English. Like, I guarantee you he's starting for every other county and then obviously, like, so... Uh, that's Dave a classic
2: example of it. A, cla- a classic example of it. You know, and you talk about impact subs, like, you know, had you to put in somebody in the full back line. You know, what, what a player to have to come on, you know?
0: Yeah, like, and you
2: know, I... You, you can't, you can't help but feel, feel sorry for Richie, you know. Like, he, yeah. he made such a contribution in 2018 and then there was an injury and all that sort of thing, you know, and, and finding it hard to near a permanent place. But any time Richie English has been um, uh, played in the league, any time he's been played in the Munster Cup, um, any time he has come on as a sub, like, he has never left the side down.
0: No, he <laughs> It's a it's a real luxury to have like and there's so many more like you know like so Robbie Henley we didn't really see Ron Connolly like these boys Aaron Costello and so many more like Barry Murphy was on the bench again the last day like if you're John Coyley and you're saying please God we have a full to pe- team to pick from you're adding in a Keen Lynch and a fully fit Peter Casey like there's so many moving parts there but it, it's we did great. we didn't
2: mention Colin Cockland at all
0: yeah like Adam, Adam we English mention,
2: we didn't mention Adam English.
0: Yeah, you know, um, and I think oh. it was a real breakthrough year for for Kyle O'Neill. Got his point, and we came on there, and finally, you know, he's you know he's a senior player now. Like he he's really you know lived up to the hype again. You know, so far it's just uh, it's incredible. Really, I have a comment in here. Well, that's
2: from... Jack, that, that's why well, Limerick, have been successful. And and you 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 made a point there a while ago about um, the, the like of Declan Han and Kyle Hayes and those coming through the colleges and living up to the promise. We are satisfactorily um, handling these players and transitioning transitioning them from good underage, good college players into county senior players. And I think that is someplace where we fell down in the past. We've got three All Ireland's under 20s around the, the, the 90s, 2000, 2001, 2002. You know, and the expectation was that Limerick were going to sweep the boards at senior level for a decade. It didn't happen because we obviously hadn't the mechanism in place to ensure that those players satisfactorily transitioned from from under 21 to senior. And um, like I'll always recall um, the 2015, and I have said this a number of times, at the presentation of the All-Ireland medals in 2015, uh, John Kiley spoke of it. Of course, he was the manager. John Kiley has won five All-Irelands now. Um, You know, it it must be remembered. And um, he 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 clearly he clearly that night spoke about a plan about transitioning these players and that it was a three-year plan. He said, "It's you know." He appealed for patience that night it, that it was going to take three years for these to make it, and he was absolutely right. Uh, like, he, was, he was he was proved right under yeah, 21 spoke, champions in twenty fifteen, senior champions in twenty eighteen.
0: Spoken into existence, I suppose, like to transition players from their age when you. I suppose they're coming up from the minors or 20s, and you go into a camp that has the likes of Teclan Hannon and Nikki Quaid, Graham Mulcahy, Grod Hegarty, Tim Burns, these natural leaders. You can't help but fall in line in a good way, you know, and, and give your all. Like, success breeds success, and these players, I don't think there's an inch given in training, and there will be a high standard, and like, you have to get to that standard, and it's working for Limerick. I had a comment in there from Anthony Brosnan, and he was saying he's supporting Limerick since 1967. So in his first 50 years of supporting of Limerick, he had won all Ireland. And again, four and five years he's living in Tip. So <laughs> he's glad to walk around with his his head held high. But um, I suppose on the game itself, Matt, like you know, we we had seen the team that that Keane wasn't named, and I suppose there was still probably a, a few that were thinking he might he might show up on the day. And I think that was proof um, that wasn't never going to be the case, but. I suppose building up to the game at like a really surreal experience to be there again with the crowds, the the parade, etc. I don't think I've ever heard noise like that in crop Park that I heard for the parade. It was almost deafening.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. But you see, um, there, 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 there was a few things that, that, that fed into it. Of course, um, deep down the three in a row really fed into it, Jack. And, mm. um, uh, this, 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 this was a chance You know To bury the sceptics Let's say Once and for all And there were There were a few of them Around That said Look Oh look Limerick uh, Two islands fine But you've never beaten Kilkenny in a final You know You've never beaten Kilkenny in a game That mattered Well we did beat him In the quarter-final Was my reply to that In 2018 But um, Besides that And uh, Oh sure look you chance To beat him in 2019 And you didn't do it those skeptics now are gone and gone to bed, not to come back. I hope, because yeah. they have nothing to come back to unless they try to tell us that we didn't beat London or somebody to win it. Um, no disrespect to London, but um, yeah, look, the 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 colour of the parade, the excitement. There was a there was a you know there was a lot of tension there as well, Jack.
0: Oh, there was. Like I went in as you know,
2: and I, I I think that the 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 the, the tension probably manifested itself, and um, you know, with with the, with the explosion of noise, you know, um, it it, it all fed into it because I I spent a good while now I suppose, you know, up to ninety minutes around the Crow Park Hotel, um, of taking the pulse of, of of the fans as they were arriving and talked to them from all all counties, like, and whilst there wasn't quite confidence, you know. Um I I, I I make very little bullishness now, I'd have to say. And that was because of Kilkenny and respect for Kilkenny. And let's, let's face it, Jack, and you'll be talking about the game itself in a minute, you know, like Dimric's first-half performance was not very much, was not very far short of the performance against Cork in the first half last year.
0: No, it wasn't. It just but, was a couple of goals. The
2: difference was the opposition this time was Kilkenny.
0: Yeah, I, I I onto the build up to the game there again. We went into a pub that we'd usually go up before the games, and it was full to the brim of Kilkenny, and they were singing, and you, you kind of that didn't help the nerves. And I was in, I was in Crow Park maybe an hour and a half before the game, and like I, I suppose I, I should have stayed out because I just got so nervous, and I I was very very jittery, but. Then, when the roar came up, you were straight into it. Like, from a sports point of view, I'm sure the players were in it straight away, but like, it was just incredible to be back there. Um, I suppose the last few years would make you appreciate just how special All Ireland final day is. And getting into the game, we didn't have to wait long for the first bit of magic. And I had said before in our interview with Leo, I thought Hegarty would be man in the match. I thought just he had a big game in him, and he just set the ball well, Dear Burns set the ball rolling with he's free, but. Haggerty's goal, like, and you watch in real time, and I was in the hills, so the far end, and you were like, "That's a great strike, obviously to get it in from there." But it's not till you see the little flick up to push yeah, his man off.
2: Flick up, Jack. That that's that's the crucial part. Now you've hit it. That that's <laughs> the crucial part. There's this that's one in a million stuff, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, to fight the corner and, 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 against it, Owen Murphy it, as well. It, it, it
2: looks so natural and so spontaneous with with with, 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 with Like he just. He, you know, and and the layoff by Flanagan, the appreciation that he was coming in, you know, that that's the difference between ordinary and greatness, Jack.
0: Which goal of Higginbotham's was better, that or against Clare?
2: Oh, don't ask me that question. They they, <laughs> they, 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 they were both great goals. He's the scorer of great goals, like
0: yeah, The last own, year's
2: All and final, you know.
0: He's having his own little uh, goal of the year competition, but yeah, that just, I suppose, settled any nerves. Like that Limerick works. Well, actually,
2: Jack, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad watcher of Limerick, and when I was out, um, ill during the during the early part of the year, and was confined to watching him on television. You know, I I spend more time walking the road than I did watching the television. You know, I'm an absolutely hopeless armchair watcher, but I I was quite comfortable in Croke Park, even when Richie Hogan sent over the equaliser. I I was quite comfortable in Croke Park. I taught Limerick. I, I i thought that i cut the sense jack from very early on after Grodes, hegarty's goal that you know anything that will be thrown at limerick i think they're going to deal with it and like the way they dealt with the two goals and the the, the way they dealt with being with 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 um, being pulled back to parity and you know being pulled back to parity jack against the odds that' hmm. uh, um the way they responded was just simply fantastic simply phenomenal simply phenomenal and you know these are the, these are the things um um you know that are the difference between a good team and a great team yeah. um uh, like the road pick pickup like is the difference between a good player and a great player you know
0: yeah he certainly is a, a great player on your point there about watching limerick i was the same as you i couldn't get to Parky Cueve. Hard to get ground to the Watford game, and it's definitely worse being at home. <laughs> as bad and all as it's been in the ground, it's definitely worse being at home. But
2: oh, and look, um, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't ever again want it to happen, you know. But um, it, it was feasted upon me. But you know, I just, even watching the the the, even watching the games in in, in the Monster Senior Cup, um, um, like. We've been in investing the ring for so long now, and we've had so much heartbreak, and yeah. and and so many hard luck stories and genuine hard luck stories, um. That that you you know this this is a very very special time and a very very special team.
0: Yeah, like that's why I like to, to go to the hill. What I do, I'm fascinated by puckouts. I just think in the modern game, it's it's very interesting. But I just the ability to kind of move around the small and just. Because I was pretty much shaking watching the game, and anyone wait me will, will know that. But um, on your point there about being comfortable, I wouldn't say I was comfortable. But uh, you got the sense from Limerick, as you said there, that that they had control regardless of how close Kilkenny got, or even if they got level, that they weren't going to fall behind. And I suppose that's how important Higarty's goal was, because three years ago, obviously Kilkenny started like house on fire, you know, and Limerick never got back. Level even, whereas this time around it was Kilkenny that never got ahead. You know, it's from the over point of view. I know it happened four minutes in, but that goal was really crucial.
2: Absolutely crucial because it did Kilkenny what Kilkenny tried to do to everybody. Mm. You know, it gave Kilkenny a, a dose of their own medicine. But Jack, you know, summarising the game at the end of the day, it wasn't a two point game by any manner of means.
0: No, what, what like, I would
2: say, you—if you extrapolate those three, those late three points from Kilkenny, you know, excellent points as they looked. There, there was a lot of desperation and hail mary about him, you know.
0: Yeah, what I would, what I have been saying to people is, uh, like, I think Kilkenny played to their max on the day and, and scoring two twenty six in the All Ireland final and not winning is is mad to think of. But I, I like, I, I still think there's more in Limerick, you know you'd have to imagine that Keen Lynch is going to make an impact. Not that Limerick weren't fantastic, but, you know, you have to imagine that he will make a difference, a fully fit Peter Casey. Even if they're coming off the bench, you know, um, that there is more in Limerick, I would get that sense. But it still was nervy right to the end. And that score from Hegarty from side his own 65, you know, first of all, it, it was brilliant. I think Darren Burns kind of wins the ball in the air. Hannon gets it up out to Will Dunhu and over... To Hegarty, and look, he'd given a huge performance in the first 71 minutes to first of all be able to shrug off David Blanchfield, who is no small man himself, and to fire over from the bones of 100 yards. Like, as good and all as the goal was, you could argue that that was even a better score.
2: You could, you could, you could, uh, one, one of the scores of the for the edges, really, you know, and certainly one, one, one of the scores of the year, but of course. Typic, typical of, of of this Limerick team like they they keep they keep raising the benchmark all the time.
0: Oh yeah I'm just, you just see Rosalind
2: is in there mentioning unreal stuff and that's gone off. Gerald says it's, it's a great met, so. show lads to celebrate a historic three in a row keep these great shows coming. We will certainly do that Gerald.
0: Yeah Patrick Silk is on about four in a row <laughs> I, uh, we won't get too ahead of ourselves, but like we, we will talk about um, once we're finished this match. Like there is as we said, there does seem to be more more in the locker from, from this Limerick team. But um I suppose Uncle Kenny, Matt like they really played their parts in the day, you know. Like oh, as good
2: yeah, they, they 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 made they made a huge contribution, you know, and they, they 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 were outsiders coming into the game, but no, there there is no Cody team that comes into an and find especially to make up numbers. You know. Yeah. Um they, they they came with a mission to disrupt them, and and you know like in, in typical Kilkenny fashion but they dug it out. They dug in and this is the point I'm making like that you know they were they were pretty comprehensively outplayed in the first half Jack and they're still but only four points
0: down. Yeah which was worrying. And no, you have to say it was that, worrying. That,
2: they got, they got, they got four very soft points. I thought in the first half. If you look back at the footage of it, and I said it in real time, that Limerick um, were a small bit loose at times, and 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 Kenny pounced on it and punished it every time. Like Paddy Deegan got a couple of very loose scores. You know, sh- sh- shouldn't shouldn't be happening. Now there, there were two others. If you look back on the footage of the first half, I counted four points by half time. That in normal circumstances, I doubt if Limerick would, would give them away, but you know, on the day, I suppose it happened, and I suppose, you know, other other teams might be getting the same chances against Limerick, but not scoring. Um, um but there were four points that that's that, 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 um that I thought were, were were a bit bit, you know, and of a soft nature.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's gonna happen in a game like that where there's there's so much on the line and, and so much pressure that there's going to be like I suppose a bit of that. Like Limerick probably got a few um handy enough scores, but like I think the performance of the Kilkenny defense, the fullback line was was very good. You know, like I in saying that Aaron Glantz scored three points from play, and you'd probably argue that Hugh Lawler won that battle. That's kind of player Aaron is um James Hannon clipped over a couple, but Graham McKay was kept scoreless and worked very hard. But it was kind of the, the half forward line that really pulled this game from the scruff of the neck. And to be fair to, to Tom Morrissey and Groth Hegarty, they did pretty much the same in 2020 with Keen Lynch in the middle. And the only thing that was changed was it was Hayes at 11. Because, like, Groth Hegarty will get all the plaudits 1 5 from play as he should, but Kyle Hayes and Tom Morrissey got four each as well. They they,
2: they, 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 they were some the half-hour line, they they were simply fantastic, Jack. They were absolutely fantastic. And you know, there were people were talking about that Tom Morrissey was going through a bad patch. Paul was the trust Tom Morrissey to come up in the big day. He has Tom Morrissey has never left us down. Never left us down. No, and
0: he he seems like another one of these lads that they're are they're real Croke Park players and, and Garoa touched on it after the game. He said, "Um, you know he, he loves playing there, and he has shown that. And his All Ireland final performances over the last years—it was seven against Waterford, two-two against Cork, and one-five. Imagine saying that seven points from plays are worst performance in an All Ireland final in a, in a three-in-a-row run. It's just pretty incredible. But it's you know,
2: it's it it's, it's awesome. But you'll take it all day, you know.
0: Yeah, I suppose Lima Bryan is in here with a um." An interesting fact that I, I saw yesterday. Well, I obviously knew that Timmy Hoolin has won two Trina Rows with Limerick. Obviously, the under 21s ones uh trainer goalie and uh, and the goalkeeping coach. And you know, the accolades with this Limerick team met before, like you would have been delighted to have a Munster title beside your name and, and I I am sure anyone by trying that for a Munster medal. but like some of these Limerick players like Craud Hegarty, for example, now has Four All Ireland's four Munsters, uh, 121 All Ireland, one Munster, Hurler of the year, two times men the match in an Ireland final. Keen Lynch is all that they've a Fitzgibbon Cups as well. They've heart mm-hmm. you know, like it's just a breed and the culture of winning, Matt. Really, like that's really yeah, hard. You
2: know, to replicate. Take, um, I am um, my, my favorite holiday spot in Ireland, happens to be in County Kerry, <laughs> it happens to be Kerry, you know. And I've been listening down the years about such and such a fellow walking around there with three and four All-Ireland medals. That is now, that's now what's happening in Limerick. Yeah, it's, you know, it's Sean, Finn, Sean, Sean Finn has
0: six. Oh, six what No, All-Irelands? Yes. So
2: yeah, two, two, it... 221. Tom Morrissey has six.
0: Lynch. Lynch has six. Barry Nash. Barry Nash, yeah. You know, there's there's a share of there's them. Well, he's walking them.
2: around there's fellas walking around our county jack with six all island medals.
0: And I suppose we're on medals, uh Paul is eight now. Eight. I think he's yeah. is he 35 or six, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. eight is I'm just laughing here, like because outside Brian Cody, you is there anyone I suppose that great Kenny team likes Henry and them, but eight Ireland medals at that age, you know, it's pretty phenomenal and to be fair to Paul Kinnerk, like he, he goes under the radar a lot because you know you rarely hear him speak in the media, he goes, but, he,
2: goes, he goes under the radar
0: completely. But I'm sure that's from the public, I'm sure every one of those players appreciates exactly what he does because you talk about the process, a lot of that process is coming from, from uh Kinner, you know, like just a genius of a man. From what I've heard, I've never had the pleasure mm-hmm. of speaking to him, but from what I've heard, he's just so intelligent and. He he's enabling the players to show how good they are because you know there's always going to be talent in Limerick. That's that's not a that's not a question. But it's getting the best out of these players, and he certainly is. And I suppose as as a group, and Caroline Currid spoke the other night on the Sunday game. It was it was great to hear from her. And there is so many people involved in this mess, and you know it takes a great man like John Coady to put it all together. But we are just that's, so that's blessed. That's,
2: that's the point. That's the point I'd, I'd like to make. You know, Jack. Very importantly, like John John Kiley has assembled, you know, um a, a fantastic squad of players, but he has assembled a fantastic backroom team as well. Yeah. And and there is no one quicker um to have, to spread the kudos with his backroom team time and time again than John Kiley. He okay. has always been magnanimous when it has come to um the recognition of his backroom team.
0: Yeah, uh, William Dunne who said it the other morning in an interview, he was just saying that obviously John is a, is a great man, but he surrounds himself with great people. That it, you know, they're not these little players aren't potting around thinking, oh, this is great. Like they really understand like the the impact they're having, and and I suppose how blessed we are to have them, and how blessed they are to, ha- to have each other. You know, um, that's some of those comments here about Callan O'Neill winning the first day is actually he's second all Ireland, and he, he's only twenty years of age. Um, Lads, after bench, Dave Reedy, Peter Casey, Conor Boyle, there was so many more. I had a question there a while ago, Matt. How pleased were you with the bench? Um, you mentioned this, but do you know, when the game is in the melting pot, to be able to go over to Dave Reedy and Peter Casey, Conor Boyle, and these lads, I even have, the ones. I were-
2: Peter Casey on the bench, like you, <laughs> you know, like yeah, uh, what a place it is to be for 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 a manager, you know. But how 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 soul destroying it is for your opposition. That yeah. um, you know you need a bit of Philip, and the Philip is being provided by somebody like Peter Casey. You know,
0: you know you're following around Graham McKee for the first what 50 minutes or so, and you're thinking, God, I'm retired now and then. In comes an All Star, like there's yeah. no there's no let up from, from these Limerick boys. That as I said, Colin O'Neill, I think will be one pushing for the start uh, next year. Like,
2: we we mentioned it earlier, Jack, but it, it it has it has to be said also, like. Graham Mulcahy didn't score in the All Ireland final. Graham Mulcahy's contribution in, in in the Championship of 2022 has been absolutely phenomenal, Jack. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. The work rate he has put in, and and um, it, it it's just simply like, you know, he's such a nuisance. <laughs> and He'll excuse me for calling him that, yeah. and, and 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 I'll be meeting him later tonight, hopefully. Um. Mm-hmm. He's such a nuisance for the full back line, you know. Yeah, he, and
0: he, that's where stats can be misleading because you you know you'd, you'd look at someone's stats and be like, oh, forward, he didn't score. He got one or two. Yeah. Like Graves and Loads work this year, but even Tom Morris and Kyle Hayes and Hago did so much work around the field to go at all their points. Yeah. Tara Donovan and William do I don't know if they scored this year, but like they're always giving it to the men the better position. Like it's not just. Stats like, you know, the, the background team will, will know the stats to look for, but also know the ones that you know, are kind of misleading. Because John Kiley had said against Galway that, the, that the, the work rate, I suppose, was a bit down against Calwet, but They thundered into the game and they left everything out there. And again, with the bench there, you know you can leave it on the line because there is equally good players to come on in your place. And again, it feeds into having that bench impact.
2: Jack, I still think, I still think, and I, it's a view I've held from the outset this year. As you know, I think the best team that Limerick met this year were Galway.
0: Yeah, um, I, I thought Kilkenny were very good now as well, um, but like it, again, it just shows how misleading kind of uh, the Leinster Championship can be. But again, when teams play Limerick, you know they bring everything. Matt, you look at Waterford's best performance this year against Limerick, Tipperary's best was against Limerick, so was Clare's, Galvez and Kilkenny, you know, mm-hmm. there's a common denominator there that when you were playing the All-Iron champions, you know that you have to be at your best, and even though they worked their best they still couldn't get the job done Um, there's a point in here from Liam O'Brien, Dave these points um, the Hawkeye decision uh, from what I can gather, if any of the red line is hitting the post it's a wise, because regat- you don't know how it's going to hit the angles. They don't have that calculated, so I think that's why Liam. um did you agree there?
2: Well, I, I, i Jack. At the best of times, I'm, I'm skeptical about Hawkeye. We, we, we have been. I, I know we got two in our favour on Sunday, um, but we have been on the wrong side of it. Um, this, this whole Hawkeye thing, um, needs a a serious, serious look at, it. and. Um, uh, and I'll come back to it again and the, the people might say that they can start uh, um, texting in there that this is all grapes or anything. I, I I want to know, you know, why Hawkeye wasn't in operation for the All-Ireland Under-20 final. Yeah. yeah I, want,
0: that, that, I want to know
2: I'm... exactly because we lost the game by a point, a controversial point, No, you know, um, you you know there wasn't much made of it at the time um it was in retrospect and hindsight when the footage was seen and clearly clearly um um that ball that was attributed to have gone over the bar that um, connor handy clark brought down wasn't a point
0: yeah uh, if, I, I,
2: i've been speaking to connor a number of times since and as late as last sunday he's absolutely adamant you know and
0: the pictures justify that case like it didn't yeah, go over the the, 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 the,
2: the the picture there the pictures um you know they they verify what he's saying you know
0: yeah That's but so, i suppose I'm, talking about that 20s game it could have been a very unique double for um a couple of the boys and, and as well it was great to see uh, jimmy quilty and Fergal o'connor as well in in with the, the senior team and it could have been more i don't know it crossed yeah, my mind but, but, they, but they, like
2: they, 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 you know um they, they they they've had a fantastic year you know and you know, Fergal and Jimmy, like um, you know, this this those two lads now are a classical example, um, Jack of making the plans, transition from underage players because they've been right up along with Colin Coughlin and Adam English through those minor teams, through you know, and they're desperate unlucky. Those play those those that group of players that they have two monster under twenty titles. Because they damn near cut cock at the end last year. Yeah. And they, they, they're they desperate and lucky that they haven't an All-Ireland under-20 medal.
0: But We we have seen uh, what these Limerick teams can do after losing All-Ireland finals. And I, there was a nice kind of full circle moment for the Crop of 2014 that lost the All-Ireland final to Kilkenny. And they went in as heavy favourites. And even though the wait for a minor title... He is getting longer, it's nearly on 40 years now at this stage. That those boys have responded the right way with four All Ireland's. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Keen Lynch, Tom Morrissey, Barry Nash, Sean Finn, Galan, th- these kind of boys. That you know, this Liberty team is very good for responding to setbacks. Like the last setback they got is 2019, and we've yet to see them lose a game since. Yeah. That just the mentality, and I suppose like to win, trainer, all needs huge mentality, but. Their mentality as such that whatever comes their way, they can overcome it. And even if they don't do it on the day, they'll turn around, respond and get it done the next day. Like they're they're a joy to watch, really, you know, in how they go about the game. And one thing you can kind of comment on, Matt, is that there wasn't a yellow card. There wasn't a dirty stroke. You know, both teams went at it really, really physically. But, you know, from a neutral, if you were to show someone I've never seen a game hardened before, you, know, you show them that game on Sunday, perfect example of everything that's good about hurling.
2: Absolutely, Jack, and that 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 brings me nicely onto onto a point that that you know, in, in all fairness, has to be said. You know, um, the appointment of Cullen, Cullen Lyons Lines was certainly not welcomed in memory, for the, mm. in a lot of in a lot of places. Yeah, um, it, it was much maligned coming into the final. I thought we had a great final, and Cullen Lines more than played his part in it.
0: Yeah, that's that's I, important. I, to I, I
2: I I I thought Cullen Lines's refereeing on Sunday was first class.
0: But oh, definitely, like really added to the game, let it flow and needed the flow, and you know there, there was no real contentious issues on his behalf. That you were thinking, uh, no,
2: and Jack, he he was absolutely consistent. Hmm, you know,
0: like if the, you could
2: point out it. Uh, an incident where he wasn't consistent. I didn't see it. I thought he was absolutely consistent. And it it was clear, Jack, from very, very early on that these two teams were set out to play the game as it should be played. And column Lines immediately bought into it and 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 made made a contribution. Now there's people going to be coming in and saying he sent off this one and he sent off that one in the wrong and he did this and that in the, the past uh to, to Limerick. What we're talking about is Column Lines' performance in the All ireland final, and I thought it was first class.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's good when a referee's name isn't really mentioned that you know he's done a job. So it is fair to give him his due and he did a good job on the on the Yeah, game. because Frank,
2: we we would be talking here ad nauseum about the referee if we had, you know, if he had made bad decisions. Yeah, that's,
0: and that's it, fair it's enough. only
2: fair it's only fair when the guy does the thing right that we should talk about it too and that we should acknowledge
0: it. I do think the the matchup does help, though, Matt, because, to be fair, Kilkenny and uh, Limerick, like they don't play each other very often, but when they do, it's always a tough physical game, but never any dirty strokes. Think about 19 was a brilliant game, so was 18. 17 you know, was kind of the start of this run for Limerick, and although they were beaten, really put up to Kilkenny, but even going back to 2012 in Turles, or was it was even 2011 in Turles when Henry got the goals, or... The 2007 Ireland final. Like, there's never a dirty stroke between these teams, and you have to respect Kilkenny. And Garot said it straight after this interview like, the respect they have for Kilkenny. And I, I did want to clear, say that, like, that, you know, saying they played their part might be somewhat disrespectful, but you mean it with the utmost respect. That
2: absolutely, if you want to win another
0: final, you want to beat Kilkenny, you know, the best, they're the best hurling team in the country, bar none, you know, and to, to beat them in the final really solidifies. Everything that has been talked about this Liberty team,
2: yeah, and I suppose saying that you have never beaten Kilkenny, this team hasn't beaten Kilkenny in an All Ireland final, maybe have some legitimacy, for the mm. simple reason that uh, you know Kilkenny have, haven't won almost 40 All Ireland titles by chance. They've what yeah. they'd be going for 38 last week, wasn't it? And yeah. um, you, you know um, they are the benchmark, they are the kingpins, whether we like it or not. Um, and it was great to get one over them. And you're right; it, it was. You know, we don't play them often enough, Jack. That's, no,
0: that's... we we definitely don't. You know, it's it's a it's a very intriguing matchup because they will give as good as they get, regardless of you know talks of transition and and you know the likes of Shefflin and Delaney and Walsh and Limer are long gone at this stage. That they just keep producing, and and TJ Reid is, I suppose, the the poster by for that, you know, he's he's into his, I think he's 35, I think during the week, and he was really a, a, exceptional. But, um, we talked at Nozion about the game there, Matt, and I want to get into the homecomings and all that, and potential hurler years, and might do a bit of all stars. I know I get about the all stars, but if anyone, I, I suppose I'd ask you in the, in the meantime in the comments if you are commenting to, um, maybe who was your hurler of the year, or maybe the uh, short list, but. It wasn't the perfect weekend for Limerick, Matt. In the fact that on Saturday, the Camogie team were beaten in the All Ireland quarterfinal by Waterford and um, finished 316 to 112. Um, I don't think that tells the, the whole story of the game, that scoreline. But to be fair to Waterford, they were fully deserving winners. Really nice style of play, John Little side never really quit, but. Better team one in the day. And they will they will have their say in the semi-final, Waterford.
2: They will, Jack. They will. And um I I don't want to detract for one moment from Waterford's victory. Congratulations to Waterford. And and wish them the best of luck. They're playing Cork on, on, on Saturday. And um there certainly won't be a pushover. There won't be a pushover, Jack, if they produce for um sixty minutes uh, the performance they produced for 30 minutes. Mm. in 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 in, um, in last uh, on last Saturday because they were they they were absolutely phenomenal. But um, w- you know, what about the three or four all stars in in that team and that the leaders of the team and and um, you know you have the like of Lorraine Bray, Neve Rocket, Bit Captain, Abby Abby, and you know they they are up there, Jack, with the, you know the best Komogi players that are in the country at the moment. And um, like they were the main architects that that Limerick couldn't deal with in the first half uh, on on on, um, on on Saturday last. And it, from a Waterford point of view, and and we were beside the Waterford press corps. Um, I I don't honestly think that they, they had they pinch themselves to believe what was happening in front of them. Such was the quality of their display. But Jack, the resilience of this Limerick team. It's it's just simply phenomenal. Now with Sophia O'Kellahan, un unluckily sent off before half time, I think the referee probably had no choice, but like there was certainly no intent on, on 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 the part of Sophia, um. And we were we were facing fourteen players in the second half, and we we're f- facing a fifteen point deficit, and we won the second half. And we' yeah. restricting Waterford to two scores, and uh, you know, I, I hear all this thing about Waterford switching off. Pure nonsense, Jack. Absolute nonsense. Limerick just upped their game, brought an in intensity to it, and um, uh, that got a penalty now, and I, 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 I hate singling out players, but I thought Rebecca that was absolutely incredible right through. yeah, and she got a goal which is which is a strong contender, Jack. Um, for comog goal of the season
0: i was just about to say that if limerick had won that game and you know the highlights package afterwards you were talking about who had the better goal the weekend herself for Garode, you know but you know when you lose it doesn't you know, get spoken the same way but even the points from play ha- as well you know,
2: Cueva Costello was excellent as well as 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 we've come to expect now um rebecca went through in the second half was pulled down we got a penalty claire keating came up hit a magnificent penalty no, and and uh, you know, um, p- people were saying like Brianna O'Regan, who's the Waterford goalkeeper, has has, a, has has a decent record when it comes to saving penalties. <clears throat> but this was sailing for the for the top left hand corner. Lo and behold, it hit the crossbar, and and was ushered away to safety. Um, now, Jack, it wouldn't have altered the result, you yeah. know, but it certainly would have. Uh, would have um, uh, given Watford some something to think about in some nervy times on 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 the home straight because Limerick's performance in the second half was phenomenal. And in Sophia's absence um neve Ryan um went back into center back and and did very well there and like but but, but talking to john Lillis um after the game and, and John was saying you know the manager, and I agree with him totally because I witnessed it. He sort of is at a loss to put his finger to it. How we're having these poor first-half performances. Because yeah. against Offley and Antrim, and against Offley and Antrim and down in the most recent games, we've had poor first-half performance and had been dependent on <coughs> very strong second-half showings to win those those, those three games. But Waterford, with fifteen points and a much stronger team than any of those three, um, gave Limerick a mountain to climb. And like, you know, at at, at half time, Jack, in Tullis, <coughs> it was a, it was a sad place. Uh, Tom Clancy and I, we, we, we were there from Limerick and um, in the press box. And I'll tell you, um, we were down and out. Um, but I'll tell you full time we, we couldn't be but proud, you know, of what they showed in the second half. But look, it it, it, it has been it, it has been a year, Jack, for, for the, the, the Camogie side of undoubtable progress. A lot of new players have, have got an opportunity, and um, that there is a lot of potential coming through. The likes of Teresa Dor, the likes of Stephanie Wolfe. A.L.B. Larkin, um, Sarah O'Brien, Michelle Corton. Um, now, Michelle has come up from the junior team. And um, like they're very, very good young players. And there's more of them on the bench, the likes of Emma Kennedy and those. Um, like he, the, the future is bright, but there, 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 there is some work to be done. Like And um, it, it, it looks as if John Lillis will be heading it up again next year. And certainly that there has been measurable progress, I think, made. Um, It it was a difficult year. First of all, he had to replace up to six um, absolute guaranteed starters. (coughs) That that was where where it started for him. And then you had those away fixtures in, in the league, first two league games, Away to Kilkenny and Cork, and then the first two championship games away to Galway and Kilkenny—not very palatable, Jack. But but to come back, I, I know we were relegated and um, to Division Two, um, relegated by Offaly, who who themselves were relegated last Saturday from the Championship. But I I would be I I'd take all day being relegated from the league rather than the Championship. So um um, but um. It, it may not be the end of the world, Jack, that that, that we were going to get into Division 2 of the league mm. because it gives us an opportunity to bend, build, gives us an opportunity to get some wins under our belt, which we didn't have in this year's league and <clears throat> didn't leave us in a very good position for the championship. So um, uh, it, it may not be the end of the world. And you must remember the Waterford that beat us. They'll be in Division 2 also next year. Uh, they failed to come out of division two this year. So disappointing, disappointing start to the to the weekend. A lot of consideration and a lot of positives to be taken out of it, Jack, in in on full reflection of the the entire game and full reflection of the the entire year.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I think um you know sometimes a team just fires and all cylinders in the first half we saw limerick do it last year now iron final where they blitz car completely and i think you know Waterford really hit a proper patch and, and maintained it throughout the first half and and the game was as good as done but limerick to their credit responded and there are some green shoots there so you know as you said with the with the league next year get a few wins under the belt and and carry them into the championship please god and build on from what has been you know overall a very a very good year um but there was no doubting that Sunday took all the attention and, and I suppose has taken the attention for the week. We had a, a homecoming on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, was one tonight. You know, and after two years without him, it's, it's just what they deserve, these players, to be paraded around Limerick like the heroes they are, you know, because they do bring so much off the field to the county, like the joy on people's faces that they mightn't have had pre since pre-COVID, like you know, it's it's hard to put into words just how important that group of fifty or sixty people are to the entire county.
2: It's absolutely phenomenal, Jack. And any kudos that's huddled that toddle their way, there isn't enough of them for me anyway. Because, like you know, this this is something that that people tend to forget: the sacrifices the personal sacrifice and sometimes the physical sacrifices that these players make. They have to put their lives on hold to be county players, practically mm. for six, seven months of the year. Like, you know, they, they, they you you go back to late December, go back to January wet, windy cold nights, and these guys are out, you know, honing their skills, preparing for the championship, and At the end of the day, for all our gratification and pleasure, you know, um, there there is huge credit due to them and and credit to the level which they have brought the game to. Like, and anything, as I said, anything by way of kudos or anything that's thrown their way, you know, they deserve every bit of a jack. Now, there, there was a homecoming on Monday night. I wasn't at it. I don't know. Were you at it? Were you?
0: I wasn't, I, w- I was working, so I, I missed it. But I was I was in town later on that evening. I was sorry, I, I went, uh, no, I was sorry because I was there, I wasn't there, I wasn't in town. Um, I was just a bit busy, but I saw pretty, plenty of photos and things at I would like to be in there now, right? But I got no,
2: there, there was the homecoming for Declan Hannon on Tuesday night in the dare,
0: yeah, brilliant,
2: uh, which was a very appropriate. Now, I was at the homecoming on Wednesday night, I was doing MC there for the Galbally homecoming of John Kiley and what a privilege it was to be asked to do it. And up to 7,000 people converged on the town on the village of Galbally. It was an unbelievable evening in the village. Absolutely unbelievable, unbelievable as you, you would expect. And they, they, they came from all over the county. But Jack, the Galbally community turned out in such force. It was unbelievable. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, you can see hum- why... Absolutely unbelievable. And um the Galbally GA Club and congratulations to them for the manner in which they put it together so quick because they they they, they couldn't start doing anything until they knew the result. Um and um they they, they you know the way they had everything in order and uh, the stewarding, the parking with the help of the guardie, um absolutely phenomenal. Jack, but the one thing that struck me about it was that um they, 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 they had young kids. You know, basically they were hoping from under ten down, um, under 10, 12 down. They, 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 they congregated immediately in front of the platform from where the players were. You know, and looking down on them, you know, before the players came even, and when the players came, I couldn't help but thinking, what a diet of success that these young play, these young boys and girls have grown up in in Limerick. Yeah. Um you 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 just wonder i suppose if there's to be a converse to it will anything that will happen in the future in their lives will it equate what is happening now or will 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 will, will it satisfy them you know um thing, so we, we 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 um we grew up in a in a in um you know i always remember my first game, jack and i've i've, I've said this before my first time seeing Limerick was in the seeing a hurling championship of nineteen sixty. I was a very small boy. I was taken down to Cork um by a neighbor and um, Limerick were beaten 10-9 to 2-1 and I cri- cried all the way home to Limroe because Limerick were beaten. You know, that 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 was a baptism of fire if if there ever was one. You did a lot of
0: crying over the next fifty years.
2: <laughs> yeah, well uh, you know, I I Jack, I, I I I cultivated the knack of being able to withhold the tears or or, or 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 control them because certainly I felt that you know you do an awful lot of crying if you were to cry every time they were beaten. But you know, ju- ju- just making the point, you know. And if you go if you go through the subsequent years, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, you know, the the eighties. Well, we got an All Ireland in the seventies. We got the two finals in the seventies. We got. <clears throat> to the final in 80 But you know there was a lot of heartbreak Going with it And then into the 90s Actually Jack It, it, it was the one time that I Really really despaired Was in the 90s We 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 got two chances in the 90s We we, we didn't take either We lost to Woffley and we lost to Wexford And as I said earlier In this cast you had the like of Galway in the late 80s And then then you'd Clare and then you'd Wexford and you're awfully getting titles and look, it, it, it was was despair time, Jack. You know, <coughs> if I'm honest, I thought we would never ever see it. You know, and then fast forward to 2007 and um, um, more more disappointment, more heartbreaking. Uh, there were there was you know there was there was there was a number of years there when the narrative was going around that we should never play in Croke Park, that we weren't there to win games in Croke Park. You know, thankfully that has all changed, Jack, Do yeah, right. we know what. And now Croke Park is our second home. And um we have actually, Jack, we have made Croke Park for the last three years a fortress.
0: Yeah, and I think um a credit to the Limerick people as well, because, <coughs> you know... The- it seemed to me that it was maybe 65, 35 in favour of Limerick, even more in Crow Park. It felt like that in Crow Park against Galway, there was definitely more Limerick people there. And obviously, um, in 19 and 18, it was pretty much the same. But it's not, it's a very expensive day, all Ireland final day. Like, you know, no two ways about it. A ticket is is 90 euro or 50 in the hill. And I don't know what price it should be or whatever. But credit to the Limerick people that. They show up in their droves. They bring they bring their children down. You have to feed them and get there, and the price of diesel and everything. That the people of Limerick never never from wanting for support in the good times and especially in the bad times. You know there was still huge crowds that flocked to Pro Park or to Gaelic grounds to see Limerick. That you know it's we're it's really special to be a part of Limerick now, and it's been shown in all the good light that it should be for John you know, to. The immense passion and support and goodwill, and you know great crack as well, but it all feeds into one thing. And you know these hurdlers are helping to show Limerick in the light that it deserves to be shown in.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And Limerick supporters have never flinched in the face face of adversity. And like Jack, it also has to be said that that you know full credit to JP McManus and the McManus family for their unstinting support like that that this this is not for commercial gain whatsoever and no. this is not because limerick are winning jp mcmanus has been on board a long long time um in 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 supporting limerick when it was unfashionable to do so even yeah um and and um like he 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 deserves he he deserves his moment in the sun for what he has done for, for, for limerick ga as well
0: yeah to all the mcmanus family as well uh, i know there's more involved in the academy as well That's where a lot of this is coming from, and you know, you hear the slander from JP that he's buying all Ireland's. Like, you can't buy players. Like, you know, they're they're obviously being looked after very well, and they deserve it. And obviously, every county player should. But like, you can't deny the impact JP has had on. And again, so grateful to have him. But he's helped other clubs. You know, he's he donated was a hundred thousand or three and a half million, I think, to clubs in Ireland. You know, um, I think it was hundred thousand to every county. You know, that he's helping everyone, but. Credit to JP. He did say before eighteen that he'd give everything he had to see Limerick in All Ireland, and he's four now, so So um, So delighted for him. Delighted for the people of Limerick. Uh, you know, well, this, this
2: this thing, this thing that that uh, that um, uh, that JP McManus is buying All Ireland's. I've I've never in my life had greater nonsense. Yeah, it's just such, such absolute rubbish.
0: Who, who was buying Kilkenny's Ireland they
2: As I said, there is no commercial gain whatsoever for JP McManus. And um, all right, if, if, if you could say he was on board since JP McManus is on board nearly 20 years with them, right? What are, What are these people talking about?
0: Yeah, and it was definitely unfashionable there for a long stretch of that. Like there was one, they won one game in Munster from 2002 to 2012. You know, like that's not fashionable supporting a, a team like that and, and giving them resources. So again, the credit to JP and the McManus family. um, Credit to all the players. I hope they're enjoying all their homecomings. This one in Kilmaik, as you said tonight. I hope they, <laughs> they Kilmal-
2: enjoyed- is tonight, which with them um, uh, at, at at seven p.m. It's it, it's supposed to kick off this evening with a parade through the town. Of course, Kilmaik had six members of the squad. Mm. Uh, they had the biggest representation on on on. On, on on the Limerick team, so um, they you know they, they should get a fitting homecoming this evening.
0: And um, I suppose the only thing for them them lads is around the corner, and I'm sure their managers run them that we have the small matter of the club championship kicking off next weekend. But I'd say let them enjoy their weekend and,
2: and, 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 and again a game with Patrick's Well, I'm sure Fintan O'Connor will have reminded them of that.
0: Well, I'm sure all the players will be there, With Yeah, and I'm,
2: I'm I'm pretty sure he will be quite happy to get him back on the training pitch as he prepares for that game.
0: I'd say Monday now, maybe, it could be a blow session <coughs> uh, on the pitch, and then, like, these are finely tuned athletes, Matt. There'll be no fear of them next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever, whenever they're playing, and we will have a, a championship um, preview next week. So... Um, Stay tuned for that. I suppose I did say about of the years, and we might get into all stars. I know that can be hit and miss, but I suppose the names that pop out to you when what we say can her- miss her- hit, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, the names that I suppose pop up for you when you think of her of the year this year.
2: Well, Barry Nash. I thought had a fantastic year. Um, I thought Ham Gillan was absolutely superb, but you know, um, to me, I, I, I honestly thought Dermot Bonds has been absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. If if you look at a Jack, you have a halfback. He scores thirty six points in seven games. That's an average <laughs> of five points a game. Yeah, I, I know you're shaking your head. You know, it's hard to comprehend.
0: Yeah, and to be fair to Dermot, like, you know, a lot of these awards will be based on what you do in, in Crowe Park. And, you know, like, if you can get your team over the line in semi-finals and finals, that's that's fair enough. Like, yeah. you know, crowd Hegarty has been fired into the, like, really high up in the heart of the year. I thought it was brilliant all year, don't get me wrong. But Burns, below on Parky Cueve, set the tone yeah. with nine points and hasn't really relented since, yeah. you know, it's but been very German consistent year.
2: Hegarty, oh, sorry. Um, Garrod is, is 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 obviously a contender as well. Eddie Brennan and I wouldn't disagree with him. Um, said after the All Ireland on Sunday, Nicky Quaid should be a contender for it.
0: Yeah,
2: um, and I I I, I I I I would agree totally with that.
0: Um, for me, and I'll just go to the comments here, Liam O'Brien. Um. Burns, Nash, Galan, Hannon in a shout, fine wine, gets better with age, cool as ice under severe pressure, but he's agreeing with uh, the Burns shout. Um, Patrick still going for Burns as well. Um, we have a stat here that Tierra Burns outscored Patrick Horgan championship. I didn't, probably did. He did have more games, uh, to be fair to him. On Declan Hannon, you know, it would be the romantic shout, I think, you know, for a a career that deserved one like, like it's very hard to pass burns um you know i thought sean finn was very very good as as the year went on. barry nash very really talk took a lot of the, the limelight from the, the fullback position imagine me at two of the hurdle of the year nominees from the fullback line Mess. <laughs> you you would have got long answer that a couple of years ago but sean finn mm-hmm. first and now barry nash they've just revolutionized the position um I thought Aaron Gallon really like was was excellent throughout the year. Even when it's not going well for him, he still managed to slip over three or four. Nearly single handedly won us the game against Waterford below in the Gaelic Crowns. You know, when Waterford were the defenders to the Crown and the Throne and everyone was saying they were the team to beat Limerick and Aaron put him back in their not put him back in their place, but um, single handedly won the game against Calway. He got six from play on work. You know, but I'd say it'll go to Patrick's well, one way or another.
2: Yeah, I, 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 you asked me who do I think, and that's that's who who do I think, who who should who should be listed, you know. Unfortunately, there's there are only three. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I, I would say I could say we we, we we could fill that list five times.
0: Yeah, you could um, like you, just, just, just
2: before we go away from the final, absolutely fantastic to see the performance of Mikey Casey.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like
2: you know what what he what that guy's been through for two years, and to come back and play Jack at the level of which he has played during this. Um, he he came back against Watford in the league, I think, was his first game back. Yeah, simply phenomenal, Jack.
0: Yeah, and you could kind of see the emotion with Mike after the game. That obviously he was an integral part of twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, as was. Keen on match said last day, but like it, if you imagine it would be different to be out there free from injury, you know, really playing your part on the field, it was brilliant to see. Like, and he didn't put a he foot, was, wrong but Jackie, all year. His performance was flawless, yeah. Like, for me, for me, he was the best fullback in the country all year, you know. Um, whether he'll get that all star again, I don't want to dwell tell too much because. You know, Sean Finn and Barry Nash were excellent. And Mikey Butler was very good in, in, in fairness to him. And even in the final, he, he was solid. Um, I thought Kyle Hayes was slow to get into his role at centre-forward. But again, once he got to Crop Arc, just outstanding. He was man the match against Galway. And it could have been the same only for Hego, You know, on Sunday, he looks to be sure of his all-star. But, you know, it, it's brilliant to have... Limerick players in the conversation for best in the country, you know, it was an awful long time that you know they wouldn't come next time or year, you know. And I suppose it comes down to the team winning, but you know, the, the the country can appreciate these players that we're seeing in club action every year and, you know, in, in Munster championships that's on the biggest stage the of all, they're, they're showing how good they are.
2: Yeah, Jack, and we sh- I suppose, and we'll be looking at it early next week, we should feel privileged, you know, mm. to be in Limerick. And be able to see these players week in, week out now strutting their stuff <coughs> in 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 the Limerick seeing a holding championship.
0: Yeah, it and like you could talk all day about, about the game and I'm sure it'll it'll crop up, but I don't want to add too much in it today. But before we finish, and I wanna say this to you now before the year ends, whatever, and like you know, three in a row was, was brilliant and if a limerick team ever does it again, you know, you you'd be you'd be was cautious to say that it'll happen again because it is so rare and the first team county from outside the big tree will say to do it but we did get that sense that not that there's unfinished business but this Limerick team know how good they are and know what they can do and when it comes to January like, you will hear talk of four in a row and they are favours to do it and you, you really couldn't back against them
2: No Jack you couldn't absolutely from what we saw on sunday even though kilkenny ran him to two points you couldn't you know um <coughs> where is the challenge going to come from that's the question Like kilkenny um like kilkenny threw everything at limerick as did Claire in a one-off situation you know and it 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 it, it, it you know it came up short um like if you go through the contenders now, Cardiff have got to change a manager. In 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 that they brought in Pat Ryan. Um, what difference will it make? What what will be his his approach to the game? Um, that that will be interesting. Tipperary um have have brought in um, uh, Liam okay. Cahill, even though the whole. Things surrounding um, the departure of 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 Cullen was unedifying to say the least. Um, now Liam Cahill has a track record of success. Um, he's a former All Star himself. Was a good hurler. Um, enjoyed great success with Tipperary, winning an All Ireland Under Twenty and an All Ireland Under Twenty um, One. Went to Waterford. Um, in my opinion, had you know, did a decent job. With Waterford (coughs) Got him to a league final Got him to an All-Ireland semi-final Got him to an All-Ireland final Not a bad CV (coughs) Whether he can rejuvenate Tipperary You know um, Sufficiently to be a serious challenge to Limerick I don't know Brian Lohan and Clare Have they peaked Just like Waterford I think they may have I'm not sure um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, what does we speak without a manager? Um, the a lot of the talk, most of the talk is that it will be Derek McGrath will be coming back into the job. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what 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 influence, what level of influence he will exert. Kilkenny will always be Kilkenny. Kilkenny will be perennial challengers, no doubt whatsoever about it um, you get you get the odd um, run from Wexford I think Wexford are still quite short of it and I come back to what I say about this year's championship, I think the biggest challenge to Limerick's title and there hasn't been a ball, the draw hasn't been made, nothing has been done about the 2023 championship in my view will come from Galway
0: yeah I yeah, a lot will change you know a week ago he would have said on you know like lean cattle could be in his final year at waterford and, and colin bonner will have a lot of players back and you see how that changes so quickly just a few more comments in here coming long um, and <laughs> in the burns camp as well and i think look he's got into i think one to ten in in the odds he was named in Sunday game harder of the year i think it, it will go back to bats well fair play to them for Back-to-back hurler of the years, Um, Flynn my Mahan there, just saying well done to us, so we'll take that the credit there, Matt. Thank you very much,
2: Ashling. Nice to hear from you.
0: Yeah, it's always nice to hear any any compliments. But one thing that struck me there, Matt, and you you just say you just said Limerick's title, and like every now and then it just kind of hits you, like what's happening with with this Limerick team, and you can't harp back enough the to the dark days, like the days where, you know, you were seeing, could we get maybe a win in the qualifiers or could we upset someone in Munster and, you know, the dream of getting to Crow Park and we were there in 13 and 14 and we thought maybe this is the start of it, you know, and uh, 15, 16, 17, then we're kind of false thorns to an extent, but like the last five years have just been, it's hard to put into words, Matt, really, you know, and we're, again, forever grateful to this Limerick side and this Limerick oh, management
2: absolutely, uh, Jack. What, what they have done, what they have done for the morale of this county, what they have done for the communities across this county is just simply phenomenal. I honestly don't think that they fully realise it, Jack, but it mightn't be any harm, Jack, you know, for us all to reflect and hark back to the bad old days and say we bloody well don't want him again.
0: No, we don't. And obviously there's that famous book, Unlimited Heartbreak. Hopefully in in, in a year's time you could have an unlimited success and you could, you know, start with the academy and, and go for maybe twenty years on. That would take us maybe ten years down the line. And you could look back in the glory days of Limerick Hurland. You don't to get you don't want to get ahead of yourself either, but we are living in glory times, as Graudiger Crow- well, said, we're
2: living, we're living in very, very special times, and the young people, you know, I would appeal to the young people that you know, savor every moment of it, enjoy mm-hmm. it. You know, there is there is another side to the coin. This will not last forever, and um, let's hope to last as long as it's humanly possible. And it looks like it's going to go on for another while. Um, but you know, we we are actually, Jack... I, I'm of the opinion I'm of the opinion and I've seen the T- Kenny team and I've seen three in a row of the 70s and I remember the great Tipperary team who won four and five years in the in, in the early 60s and um I, I I honestly think that we are looking at I you know I think we're looking at the greatest team that has, the game has seen
0: yeah we, we'll start to and I, that. I
2: don't it exactly jack and I'm not saying that off the hip I've reflected on it I've reflected on it. You know, and uh, you know, the teams that I, that I have named they are now the Kilkenny's four in a row, your Cox three in a row. You know, absolutely fantastic teams. But I think this is the team of all the talents, Jack.
0: Yeah, it's hard to imagine a better team. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard to imagine a better co- collection of players, but and... you know, and
2: I, uh, Jack, and you're among those that are laughing at me, you know. <laughs> And and people are saying it, you know, when I'm saying that Keane Lynch is the greatest toddler of all time, you just cannot imagine Keane Lynch in full flow. You cannot imagine a better player.
0: Yeah, no, I'd agree with you there. But I mean, like, obviously the performance on Sunday, but like, it's hard to imagine if you were building a player in a lab, you'd probably build Rod Hegarty, you know, like Um, for size, speed, strength, stamina, um, Hayes, along with that, like Declan Hannon, the brain, you know, Again, I saw a very good thread of tweets just, it was essentially like mocking everyone, giving out about what JP did for Limerick and they said that you know, Kyle was built in a lab and Groot Hegarty was actually born in Tipperary and <laughs> they transferred over. All lies, like, it was, it was amusing, to say the least. Yeah, it, it, like, whatever happens from here on in, they are in the discussion for the greatest team of all time. And that's all it will ever be is, you know, just a discussion. And it that can be a healthy discussion, Matt, because so we're all GA people and we love talking about great teams and thank God we have one of our own. Oh, we have a Limerick team that is a, is a truly great, great team. Um,
2: yeah, we're we, we, a fantastic team, Jack, in the 30s. <coughs> we're a fantastic team in the 30s. We, we, we won three All-Irelands in 34, 36 and 1940. We won five leagues in a row. And um f- There was two of those leagues, Jack, if not three of those leagues, I'm subject to correction now. I didn't think that we'd be going down this route. (laughs) um, Were one on first past the post basis, who finished on top of that group. But we won five national leagues in a row. That will never be, you know, that will never be beaten. But, you know, it would be nice to put five. All Ireland seeing your championships in a row
0: beside it. <laughs> nice, all right. We had a common dinner, right? The Limerick are gone for six in a row, but I think for now we'll just enjoy the three in a row, the four and five years. Uh, I hope the players are enjoying this. I hope they haven't had to put their hand in their pocket for the week. I'm sure they didn't. <laughs> um, and I, have you something to say there before we finish up? I,
2: it's it's my last say, and I'm going to shut up after this. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm speaking on, on behalf of every Limerick player, everywhere, uh, every Limerick supporter, everywhere. To John Kylie, his players, his management team, thank you.
0: Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to agree with that and I think Rod Eggerty summed it up well in Crow Park. He just said, um, these are the days of It just doesn't get better than this. And it really doesn't until we get to next year and hopefully a four in a row. But for now, um, first and foremost, as you said, a huge thank you to the players, to the management Everyone involved in that Limerick team, uh, very special days, very heady days. It just shines a brilliant light on the county, um, to the supporters that really kind of make the occasions. You know, it's just really feel good factor to be around Limerick at the moment and long, mate, last. If um, anyone listening today and commenting and, you know, making this more interactive, it's always really good to hear from the people listening in and to you, of course, Matt. Um, I'm sure we back Limerick to win at the start of the year. I can't imagine we're back against them, so we've improved right. Thank God for everyone to tuned into, I suppose, the Intercounty Series of Treaty Talk. Um, that's coming to an end. We'll be back again once the club championships are finished. But attention turns to the club championships, and thank God we get to see these lads in action as soon as next week, you know, because the, the appetite for hurling is brilliant. Um, and what I will say, Matt, is I was talking to someone last night um, from Mesquiteon. And they said they're seeing people, children with hurlies that would never have had hurlies before. So the impact that it's had on the county is incredible. And it's always good to see children getting out and, and playing outside. So again, a huge thank you to, to the Limerick team. Thank you to you, Matt, and to everyone listening. We'll be back again soon. And I'm gonna play 3D talk, the intro or the outro now, but it's it's very soon, Matt, that we're gonna have a few more clips, probably a goal from Higgerty, one from Hayes, something from Keane Lynch or Hannan or the likes of Sean Finn and Barry Nash or even Nicky Quaid they're rewriting
2: on. all the incidents that merit going into the intro or the outro or whatever you call it if they were all to be included the intro would be longer than the treaty talk itself
0: Yeah, um, they're rewriting the history books as we speak and we are most certainly grateful for that so again thank you to everyone and we'll be in touch next week thank you
1: it's again. in the game, you get old with what you put in, it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But
0: not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar.
1: Your mother know, sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods, and she gives you give 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? He just about kept in, oh, well, Charlie Buckley to do that to of Shay. He deserves to score from here, one and all we went out there from the war court today, no more about it. We made all the that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Carey. Carey leading the charge of the left Brigade, 45 minutes. out, he's a chance to score. He's set hard, the matchup. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody.